Welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights, conversations exploring network transformation through interviews with industry experts. Welcome to Chip Chat Network Insights. My name is Allison Klein, and today I'm delighted to be joined by two guests, Brian Lappin, Head of Product Management for Telco at BT, and Matt Olson, Global Telecom Media and Technology Strategist at Splunk. Welcome to the program, guys. Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me. Why don't we start with you, Brian? Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, your role at BT, and how it fits into the topic today of the evolution of UCPE Edge and Analytics? Yeah, I'm a product manager within BT, and I cover off UCP product within our wider networking portfolio. And we see UCP as being very important and growing importance in terms of what our customers are requiring. So from our customer perspective, they have a lot of choice in terms of the technology and vendor choices for enabling their business. And what we find is that the UCP allows them to have a flexible way of deploying services and an agile way of deploying services as well. So have the flexibility and the speed to deploy services quickly. So we're seeing our customers be very interested in this, and uh, we have been working with Intel on a number of projects around this, so it's really exciting to be here today. Now, Matt, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and Splunk's role in the telco space? Certainly. So I am strategist for communications and media within Splunk. So uh, my mission really is to connect the power of Splunk and data analytics to the needs of communication service providers. And actually, uh, coming out of oh, a few decades working in telecom, primarily focused on application of data science and data analytics to service assurance and a variety of other uh, use cases. And for several years, have been really focused on application of analytics to SDN NFE stacks and edge compute. It's an area where I think there's a tremendous amount of complexity and also obviously a tremendous amount of opportunity for flexibility and efficiency and new service offerings. And I think because of this complexity and the demands of new services and capabilities, really data analytics is sort of at the core, connecting everything and adding intelligence as well as resilience and security to the service offerings. That's fantastic. I'm going to go to Brian next to just talk about the fact that we've had customer presence equipment for a long time, but what is so interesting about UCPE in specific in terms of delivering a different type of value proposition and a different type of opportunity for service deployment for customers? Yeah, I mean, I think it is quite an exciting time for UCP. As you mentioned, you know, we've had customer premise equipment for, you know, a number of years and we will continue to have customer premise equipment. I think the UCP comes down to, you know, has a number of value propositions for our customers and also has some benefits for service providers as well. I think if you take it from a customer perspective, customers are faced with a number of technology choices just now in the market in terms of how they address business challenges and business opportunities, which is great for the customers, but it also means that in terms of their deployment, they're looking for some flexibility in terms of how they can deploy that. So, you know, do they want to be locked into one technology for a long time or do they want the flexibility to be able to deploy a service on top of a universal hardware and be able to then swap it at a later date? And I think when I talk to our customers, that's something they really look to value. 
I think the next thing is around agility. So do they have to deploy hardware at all times if they want to introduce a new service? Well, in a cloud environment, they don't have to do that. So when you look at the edge and their premise, you know, they want to have that same capability as well. So that's what we see from our customers. I think, you know, as Matt mentioned, some of the edge compute stuff that is happening now as well and the expansion of edge compute and the opportunities around edge compute with IoT and Industry 4.0, et cetera, uh, expand that requirement for customers. So it makes that ability to deliver flexibility and choice and agility even more important as the edge compute and the edge develops as something that customers want to look at. So I think that's really from a customer perspective. I think from a service provider perspective, it gives us an opportunity to offer that flexibility to our customers and be able to do it on a consolidated or a standard platform that we can offer multiple services on. So that gives us a benefit in terms of being able to standardize and uh, develop our reach and our capability, which then in turn we can pass on to our customers in terms of greater efficiency and effectiveness. Now, Matt, at Intel, we talk a lot about how the edge is so critical at bringing insights closer to the point of data creation or service delivery. How does Splunk view that, and what are you delivering to extract that value? Really, the key driver is the need to execute with exceedingly low latency. And to Brian's point, really the growth in applications now, especially with the advent of 5G and IoT, there are increasing demands from low latency applications at the edge. And I think the key really is, well, twofold. The first is being able to drive ultimately automation based on analytics with very, very low latency operating efficiently at the edge. And the second aspect is the ability to rapidly and seamlessly integrate data up and down the protocol stack from the various elements involved in offering a service. Because in a, in a virtualized edge compute scenario, of course, you have VNFs that are interacting, providing services, but those VNFs are then operating within a VNFI architecture, which in turn is dependent upon SDN networking. So there are multiple layers, multiple components, multiple data streams, all flowing in real time. And so really the key is the ability to integrate and act upon these data streams in a near real-time fashion. And that time to execution, I think, is absolutely key. Now, obviously, the opportunity statement is very clear. Brian, Matt, how are our companies working together to deliver on that opportunity statement? And how does that fit into what's happening in the broader marketplace? Brian, do you want to go first on that one? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, as Matt said, there's a number of opportunities and challenges. I don't think one company or one group has the ability to resolve all those opportunities. So, for example, we've been doing some work with yourselves and Intel to look at things like around secure device onboarding or zero-touch provisioning. So when you think about the edge, it's not in a data center, it's not in the cloud, it's distributed. So how do you manage deployment and distribution of services across something that will be geographically dispersed and could be global? So how do we address that? How do we make sure that we can deliver services effectively and efficiently? And, you know, in doing some work with Intel and with a wider ecosystem of partners, to try and resolve some of those issues and make that more efficient. 
And I think that's a key thing that it's not just one partner. So, you know, we have Intel in terms of secure attestation down to the chip. Uh, we have partners like Dell who have global distribution and hardware capabilities. I think that all comes together, you know, with a service provider like BT who can provide that at a global scale. So I think those are some key points in terms of addressing some of those challenges. I think, as Matt mentioned as well, when you're running a distributed service at the edge with multiple services, how do you capture that data and make that data in a way that can assure and manage the service at a global basis on scale with a distributed infrastructure? So I think the concept of someone trying to solve it on their own is probably not correct. I think it is an ecosystem of partners and need to see both the opportunity for our collective customers and some of the challenges and look to address those challenges. And I think, you know, from my perspective, I'm very excited that we can develop things and develop ecosystems to address those challenges. And we are willing to collaborate in different areas to address those challenges for our collective customers. So I think that's a really, you know, it's a really positive step around UCP. And Matt, do you want to add any comments? Oh, yeah. I would just emphatically echo Brian's comments regarding the importance of establishing partnerships and really an ecosystem of partners because these are highly complex environments and involve a lot of moving parts and being able to work together with an ecosystem of partners in a collaborative fashion, developing solutions and developing frameworks and standards is, I think, absolutely key. And probably the most important element in those partnerships is inclusion of service providers who are directly connected to the needs and demands of customers. And to Brian's point, also uh, really understand and appreciate the difficulty of providing these services at scale in geographically distributed, massively scaled environments. Because of course, uh, it's one thing to build and prove something in a lab. It's quite another to then deploy in production at scale, meeting the availability and service quality and security needs of the customers. And I think Brian also touched on another really, really key point, which is it's not just about the execution on analytics at the edge in a localized fashion. It's also critically important to be able to connect the dots across service chains that might involve multiple VNFs, WAN, interconnects, SDN, multiple components and end-to-end paths. So also being able to drive analytics, insights, and action with end-to-end service chain awareness, which is a complex task involving, again, high volumes, high velocity, and variety of data from from the various elements. Now, Brian, you would have a good pulse on where we are with customer deployments of UCP solutions and where you think we are in terms of, you know, this early market entry or are we hitting a main stream market opportunity. And I would like your thoughts on Matt's earlier points on needs for common frameworks and standards. If there's anything that the technology industry needs to do to address any gaps to push this market opportunity further. So uh, taking the first point, Alison, I think we're still at the earlier stages of deployment of the UCP. I think the market started very much around virtual network functions, so taking functions that are network-based at the edge, like routing, SD-WAN, security, and virtualizing those at the edge. I think that's still a market that's evolving. I think I'm seeing other things in the market as well around SD-WAN deployments, which are driving a lot of interest as SD-WAN really starts to take hold. I think probably the opportunity that we will continue to see increased growth and increased focus in this area 
is around the edge and the expansion of the edge. And what you referenced earlier on is you know, a lot of data is created and needs to be used at the edge. I think that's really going to drive a lot of uptake and development in that area. So I think it's early stages just now, but I can see a rapid uptake of this driven by those factors. I think in terms of standards, you know, I think it is important that we work across standards in terms of both how functions operate as a virtual capability and also how the different parts of an ecosystem from yourselves and chip through to, you know, hardware, the virtual services sit on top of it, through to things that Splunk can provide as well, do come together in, you know, in a sort of standards capability. And indeed, some of the work that we're doing with Intel is around things like TMF Forum, around catalyst opportunities to develop prototypes and capabilities that we can build as a standard ecosystem approach to a particular problem. So I think that is very important. I think it goes back to, you know, what Matt and I both said, is it's not one organization or one group that's going to solve some of the challenges and really exploit the opportunities here. It's going to be a you know a combination of participants in the ecosystem that come together to solve this problem for our common customers. And then Matt, you know, as I was listening to Brian talking, one thing that also came to mind in terms of ensuring that we address this as an industry is making the insights from these edge deployments, and especially because they're distributed, easy to manage and easy to consume data. What is Splunk doing from a standpoint of the solutions that you're delivering in this space to ensure that as we ramp deployments, that that ramp can be managed holistically? Yeah, so the, the first thing is that it's sort of intrinsic to Splunk as a platform. We're a schema on read architectures. We're basically capable of ingesting the data as it exists and accommodate variation and changes in the data streams, which I think is really quite critical because there are multiple uh, data sources and they're continually evolving in the structure and to some degree the semantic content of the data. And so the first thing is simply remaining flexible and agile on uh, the ability to ingest the relevant data. And both in terms of the the transport mechanisms, the data acquisition mechanisms, but then also the syntactic analysis of the data. The second thing is ensuring that we can operate at scale in a distributed fashion and operate on data in motion. So uh, really embracing a concept of distributed analytics without requiring centralized processing. And then also the analysis and ultimately automation on the basis of data in motion. And finally, we are also focused on the development of automation workflows, because of course, it's one thing to provide access to data and insights from data for humans, but ultimately, what we really want to focus on is the creation of closed loop systems which are capable of employing analytics and machine learning predictive and prescriptive capabilities, then coupled with automated execution. Because, of course, that's one of the really tremendously transformative aspects of the NFE environment is the ability to execute orchestration changes on the fly, the API, on the basis of the analytics. Really, the key is ultimately bringing together closed-loop capabilities, working in partnership with the service providers and vendors in the space. 
so that we're uh, uh, really can create tightly coupled systems. Well, Intel is obviously investing a lot in this space in terms of providing platform foundations for UCPE. We appreciate both of your time in sharing your unique insights into this arena. It's fascinating to see the growth of edge services and what they offer in terms of unique capability for enterprises. I appreciate both of your time today. One final question for both of you, and we'll start with Brian. Where can folks go to find more information about the services that BT is offering in this space and connect more with your team? So, I mean, I think in the, the best place to go just for brevity would be bt.com forward slash D-Y-N-S. That would be the best place, and that points you out to different locations as well where you can get more information. Fantastic. And I'd turn it over to you, Matt. Uh, so we actually have a solution brief with an architecture reference architecture posted to the Intel Builders site. Also, I would invite folks to reach out to us on LinkedIn, where uh, we maintain a Splunkin telecommunications group. And uh, of course, always www.splunk.com. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the program today. It was a real pleasure. Well, thank you. Thank you. 